get to work. Let's try it out. Let's do it. Let's go for it. Let's move. Let's have some activity because the mission depends on it. The mission depends on you being active, you showing up in this world, you being willing to be humble, you being willing to be curious, you being willing to be creative, and you being willing to execute. It is such an important thing because there's people in our life that we are going to get to impact. There's people in our home that we're going to get to impact. There are people that will be impacted for eternity because of the way that you show up in the world. And so you are needed in this world. You have a unique gifting, a unique calling. And so let's get to work. Let's do those things. Let's do it. Welcome to the Legacy Lab, where we're all about building a lasting impact one day and one moment at a time. I'm your host, Chris Servin, and each week we have helpful conversations that'll help you craft your own legacy. So let's dive into today's episode as we make an impact on this world together. Hello and welcome back to the Legacy Lab podcast. I am so excited that you are here today. Thank you so much for listening. I have to warn you from the very beginning, I'm kind of hyped up today, okay? Kind of hyped up. And the reason why I'm hyped up is because the conversations that we're having here, the things that we're doing are literally life-changing. I don't say that because of how great I am, but because of how impactful it's going to be for you. Like these things have literally changed my relationships. They've changed the way that I've shown up in life. They've changed the way that I view my work, my family, the way that I rest, all kinds of things. And so if you are in a place at all where you are wanting those things, you're wanting more connection, wanting more rest, wanting more purpose, wanting more meaning, whatever it is, this is the place for you. So I'm so glad that you are listening here today. We're on this series where we have been talking about the road trip to a meaningful life. Who doesn't want to live a life of meaning? Who wants to spend whatever time we have been given on this earth, whatever time that we actually are on this earth, and it not be meaningful or have some sort of purpose behind it. You have been created to create. You have been created to contribute. You have been created to make a mark on this world. And so that's why we're having that conversation around the road trip to a meaningful life. So number one, we talked about how on a road trip, every single road trip, you need to know where you're going. Like when you're out and you're going to the end of that driveway, you might have the whole car packed, you might have done all the maintenance, you've done all the things. You need to know if you're going left or right when you're leaving the driveway. That totally can change everything, right? And so we need to know our destination on a road trip. Same thing, we need to know our destination of where we are headed. What are we wanting to accomplish on this earth? What are we wanting to do? And we talked about the idea of a eulogy and how a eulogy is important because it gives us really clear direction. We don't have to leave it up to someone else to write it for us, but we can say, this is what I want to be known for. This is what I want to accomplish. This is what I feel is the way that I'm going to show up in the world because of whether it's God-given gifts or because of skills that I've developed, whatever it is, this is how I'm going to show up in the world. So a direction, where do we want to go? Number two, last week we talked about committing to invest in yourself. So the maintenance of the vehicle is so important. Before you set out on the trip, you're going to check the oil. You're going to check the brakes. You're going to check the tires. You're going to check all of those things because we can only go as far as the vehicle will take us. And so if we haven't maintained the car, if we're not currently maintaining that vehicle, then it will eventually break down. It's inevitable. 
And so that is an important thing for us to be able to get to where we're trying to go, where that destination is, drives why we will want to have maintenance, why we would want to invest in ourselves, And so that's physically, mentally, spiritually, all of those things. It's so important. Today, now that we've settled those things, so we've settled where we want to go, we've settled that we're going to invest in ourselves. Now we can begin that journey. So if you're listening to this podcast, it's called the Legacy Lab Podcast. And this is where the experimentation, where it really becomes evident in the whole Legacy Lab thing. Like this is where everywhere be able to um, change the inputs a little bit, pull different levers, analyze results. We're going to really talk about what are the roads that we're going to take. Because, yes, you might have the intention of driving from Mississippi to the Grand Canyon, but along the way there might be some other roads that you can take, different things like that. As long as you are pointed west in that direction, you're able to eventually get to that point. So what are the roads you're going to take? How fast are you going to go to get there? When will you stop for gas and nourishment, maybe some fun and maintenance? When are you going to do those things? And so this is really where on this conversation of a meaningful life, the road trip to a meaningful life, this is really where we begin to experiment. We begin to say, okay, let's try this. Based upon this is where I'm going though, right? We're not just experimenting and just throwing random stuff on the wall and seeing if it sticks, but rather this is the direction I'm going in. And so if this is the direction I'm going in, then that's going to then inform the way in which I show up. So this is an adaptation somewhat from an Alex Hermosi quote, but basically what will we do consistently that over time it would be unreasonable that we will not reach our destination. So what will we do consistently over time that it would be unreasonable, that if we do that over a long enough period of time, it would be unreasonable that we would not reach our destination. So again, if I'm leaving from Mississippi to the Grand Canyon, if I'm walking, if I'm hitchhiking, if I'm riding a bike, if I'm riding a scooter, if I'm riding in a car, if I'm riding in whatever it is, what is the things that eventually I'm going to get there? Like it would be unreasonable that I would not get there. And so that's really where this conversation is today. Again, where we're going informs what do we do on the day to day that we're filling that mile by mile, day by day, month by month type of thing. Personally, I am beginning a lot of new things over the past few months. Okay. Like I started this podcast, this is episode number seven. So, haven't been doing this a whole long time. As far as on this podcast, we have another podcast that Elizabeth and I have together with one of our friends, Wynn Elder. But even in that podcast, we're at mid-30s. So again, baby podcaster. When you look at a lot of successful podcasts that have 100, 200, 300, 400, multiple hundreds of episodes, this is a new thing. Right. Another new thing that I'm doing is I'm starting to show up more on social media. I think that I was actually one of the very first people ever on Instagram. Like I can go all the way back and look at those really cool like Valencia filters. I have like this stack of books or something like that all the way back to 2010. I think it was like a long time, but I haven't shown up consistently on there throughout that time. And so I've really committed to myself to begin to show up more on social media. So that's a new thing for me. Um, another new thing, we have a coaching community called Look Up Collective, where Elizabeth Wynn and I, we've been coaching women who want to thrive in their home and business. But recently, I've begun to coach men. 
And like, I've always coached men. Like I was in the ministry. I've always like in leadership positions and done that. But this is a new thing that I am launching that I want to help men, driven men specifically, find harmony in their home and work as they craft a meaningful legacy. So that's a new thing for me. And so it might be the same thing for you. Like there might be, once you understand and clarify your destination, and once you've committed to invest in yourself, you might realize that there's some new things that you want to bring into your life, or you might want to really double down on some things that maybe you've done, but not super consistently. And so that's where this conversation can really go today. Number one, and we've mentioned this already, but it has to be said, we have to start with the first two steps and we don't quit them. Okay. The first two steps being we have to know where we're going and we have to commit to invest in ourselves. So if you continue to do that, that's what's going to make this time different for you. Okay. I know you're sitting there. I've done the same exact thing. You're like, I hear you on, I can live a meaningful life. I hear you on, I can invest in myself. I hear you on those things, but I've tried it so many times before and I've done it for a week or two and then I fall off. And so I really just don't trust myself. Trust me. I've been there. If you've ever gone on a diet or a workout plan or reading schedule or whatever it is, a lot of those things that we invest in ourselves in, we can crush it for a bit, but then eventually we just fall off the wagon. And I really believe it's because we don't do the first two things. Like maybe we didn't tie enough meaning to it. Maybe we didn't see how committing to do that thing was actually going to get us to where we were trying to go. So again, maybe you've tried rituals and rhythms, like you have rituals and rhythms in your life. You have them. It's inevitable. But those ones that are really going to be the positive ones that are going to get you where you're trying to go, maybe you've tried them in the past, but unless you've attached meaning to them, they are going to be really hard to sustain. So self-discipline and keeping your word to yourself is very important. So important. But it can't be the starting point. Like we can't just start with, okay, today I'm going to show up with so much self-discipline. Today I'm going to keep my word to myself. That's not the starting point. Why do you want to have discipline in the first place? Why do you want to keep your word to yourself? What is that word that you're keeping to yourself? And again, that's why it's so important to go back. Where am I going? And so this isn't a one-time thing that we say, okay, here's my eulogy. I wrote it one time and then I put it on the shelf. It's not, I commit to invest in myself one time, I run a few miles down the road and then I'm good. This is an ongoing thing that we're reminding ourselves, why am I showing up? Where am I going to show up with meaning and purpose in the world? Where am I going to make an impact? How am I going to invest in myself? And so because of that, then this is the way that I'm going to show up. Does that make sense? So at risk of belaboring the point, we have to do step one and two first. We have to know where we're going. We have to commit to invest in ourselves, and that's ongoing. It is not just a one-time thing. All right, number two, we have to decide what you want in your rituals and routines that are going to get you where you're trying to go, okay? So now we know those things. So now what are the inputs? What are the things that we're going to put into our life that we're going to do on a consistent basis that are going to get us there? If you have spent any amount of time on Instagram and you follow any of the personal development people, so many helpful people out there. You will know that if you follow a hundred different people, for instance, you will get 100 different opinions on what a morning rhythm and routine should look like. For some, it's 
as soon as you wake up, you need to get in an ice bath. For some, it's as soon as you wake up, you need to show gratitude. As soon as you wake up, you need to drink water. As soon as you wake up, you need to get to work. As soon as you wake up, you need to do this, right? And so it can get really loud and really confusing. And the truth is that all of those guys, all those gals that share those things, they're sharing the morning routine that works for them. But I really doubt that was the very first iteration or very first routine and schedule that they tried. They tried many different things, and this is the one that stuck that was able to help them in their life. For instance, it's really hard if you're a parent of four kids or one kid or a parent at all, or even if you're married, to compare yourself to a single person, right? If they don't have any children, they don't have any responsibilities outside of their work and taking care of themselves and showing up in the world. So I don't want to minimize that at all, but they don't have people in their house that are living and breathing that they have to consider and care for and nurture and take care of, then their rhythm and routine is probably going to look different than yours. Okay. In the same way, if someone naturally is a night owl rather than a morning person, their morning might look a little bit different than yours if you are a morning person, okay? There's so many different possibilities here. And so the key is knowing where we're going and what path that we are on. So if we are going, again, from Mississippi until the Grand Canyon, then it doesn't really matter what's going on at the Statue of Liberty to us. Like, sure, like we care about the Statue of Liberty. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying like as it pertains to our journey, as it pertains to us going from Mississippi to the Grand Canyon, it's irrelevant what's going on in the roads in Pennsylvania and New York and Ohio and Virginia and all those types of things. And if you'll be honest, it's how social media is a whole lot of times. We see the guy next door crushing it or killing it. He's got the Lamborghinis or he's got the boats or he's got this whatever it is, right? And The truth is, is we don't know exactly his whole entire journey, number one. Number two, that's just not our journey. We're not on that path currently. Now, it might be eventually, but if we're going to the Grand Canyon, it is irrelevant what's going on over there. Now, we can cheer that person on. We can be excited for them. We can say, yeah, that's great. But we don't have to demean what they're doing. But we don't also don't have to make our journey less than just because of where they're going. Again, that's why it's so important. I'm going to keep on saying it. So important to know the destination, why and how you want to show up in the world. So important. So now that we've settled that there are a million different possibilities for what rituals and rhythms and routines can look like, there's no one right way. I have a framework that I follow that helps me in situations like this, when I'm trying to decide what to keep, what to scrap, what to improve upon, what to introduce to my life, what to edit a little bit. Okay. And so first of all, we need to look at it with humility. Okay. (laughs) There's so many times in my life that if I would have come with more humility rather than ego, I probably would have been further along than what I am. I probably would have been more successful in an area than what I have been. Just that one switch, instead of coming with ego, instead of saying, I've got it all figured out, or instead of saying, what will I look like if I do come with honesty and humility here? Instead of saying, 
I've got this. I don't need help coming to the situation with humility. Man, it's a game changer, really. And so in this, as we're looking at it and we're saying, okay, I'm analyzing that my current rituals and routines about what to introduce, what to delete, what to edit, those types of things coming with humility is so important. The second thing is curiosity. Curiosity is so important with all things in life. I really believe curiosity will help us with our relationship with ourselves. Curiosity will help us with our relationship with others. Curiosity will always help us move forward much more than what the opposite I think is judgment. Think about it. If you make a mistake, if you do a thing like I just did a second ago, I came to myself with a whole lot of judgment, right? If I would have been more humble, then I would be further along. If I would have been more humble, then I would have learned quicker. You see what I'm saying? That's judging, right? Instead, if I was curious, I would say, huh, I wonder why in that situation I had a whole lot of ego instead of humility. I wonder why I am continually to struggle with this. Do you see how that's a different feeling, a different conversation in the same way with others as we're looking at others with curiosity? Like really trying to seek to understand the person rather than coming with judgment. That's a little off topic as far as talking about others. But as we're looking at our rituals and routines, let's get curious about it. Like we don't have to beat ourselves over the head with all kinds of judgment. We need to just figure out if this is something that's important to me. This is where I'm going. This is the destination. What would that look like? What would it look like to invest in myself? What would it look like to love my neighbor? What would it look like to start this business? What would it look like? Rather than what I do a lot of times, why haven't I already started this business? Why didn't I speak to the person this way? Why didn't I, like you, you should know this already. You see how that's judgment. And so just approaching this whole thought process around rituals and rhythms from a place of curiosity. then. Once we've been coming with humility, once we've come with curiosity, we can then really get special. We can come with some creativity, okay? We can come with some creativity. We can see like in my current situation, my current life with my current season of like where my children are, where I am in my work, where my finances are, what my family needs from me, all of those different things. We can consider all of those things and we can really begin to get creative in how we are going to show up in the world. We can get creative in what we are going to bring to the marketplace. We can get creative in how we're going to invest in ourselves. We can get creative in how we are going to love our neighbor and love our wives and take care of our family and invest in them. We can get creative on all those things rather than stubborn. Stubbornness will keep us from creativity. It will squelch our creativity. It'll be like, I've already got this figured out. I already know. I've done it this way. It it worked for my grandfather. It would work for me. If it's always worked for me. Well, has it truly worked for you? Ask yourself that. Has it truly worked for you? And so that's where, again, if we come from humility, we come from curiosity. Huh? Like, I'm just looking at this. I'm analyzing it. I'm not coming from a place of judgment. And then thirdly, I'm going to get creative on how to show up. And so when we can begin to do those things, then we can really begin to develop some rituals and routines that are going to serve us. I'll be honest with you. I'm probably on my seventh different morning routine, morning ritual this year. Okay. Because I told you all of those different rituals and routines that people have and that, that they share on Instagram. And so that can get really loud. And the way that they share their routine and their rhythm is very convincing. 
And so you can get confused. And so I've been on a, a wild journey all the way from as soon as I wake up, I'm going to have 30 ounces of water ready for me and I'm going to immediately gulp it. And then I'm going to immediately get into the cold bath and then I'm going to do this. So I start, I did that for a bit and I enjoyed it. There were many great things about it. The truth though was, is that the problem that I ran into was I was filling my morning with a lot of self-investment, but then, and especially during that time, we were homeschooling our children. And so it was taking so long that it was, by the time I got finished with it, I would sit down to work for a few minutes, but then it would be time to breakfast and homeschool and things like that. And so I wasn't able to spend as much time on my work as what I needed. Then I hear from other people who say, you need to wake up and you need to get your most important things done as soon as you wake up in the morning with work. That way you can have your whole entire day to do all the other things that you want to do. Made perfect sense to me. I was like, okay, let's do it. So I made my list the night before. It's like, as soon as I wake up, I'm going to get started on my work. If you're like me and you like work, then work can just continue and continue and continue if you don't have some boundaries around it, right? And so, again, I ran into the opposite problem that I had before. I was working all the way up until it was time for the kids to wake up and eat breakfast and homeschool, that the self-investment piece completely went out the window. There was not a whole lot of Bible reading going on. There was no journaling going on. I was missing workouts because I was planning on doing it later, but then just the day got filled up. And so it's hard to do that. And so there are many iterations in between. And so now I'm in a different place that it's a mix between the two. So when I wake up, I do drink some water right away. I'm trying to like stretch out the time in which I start to drink coffee. So I get some water. I do journal a little bit, read in my Bible, read a little bit. And then as soon as the sun is coming up, I'm trying to get outside. I'll try to do like the pause app. My main thing right now that, it, that I'm filtering things through is everything doesn't have to take an hour. Okay. So like I was wanting to work out for an hour. I was wanting to journal for an hour. I was wanting to read my Bible and read the books for an hour. And the truth is like an hour plus an hour plus an hour plus and that just takes a long time. Right. And so for me, it was just better to shorten these things a little bit. And so I'm going to get a whole lot further if I'm doing 20 minutes a day, every day, rather than an hour once a week. It's just math. It's just basic math. And so that's where I am right now. So anyways, I'll go on that walk with some mindfulness through the pause app to really just like be quiet for a little bit. And then I come in to work out. And again, that's a 30 minute or less workout. And then by seven o'clock, I'm ready to sit down and get to work and spend probably about two hours on work and get my most important things done. That is, again, this is a mixture of all the different things that I've learned because I've been able to apply it to my specific life. Does that make sense? And so then lastly, it's just basically once you're staying in this state of showing humility to yourself, curiosity, and creativity, then the last step is just activity. Like just get it done. Run the play. Don't think about it anymore. Don't continue to stay at the whiteboard and say, well, if I change this or I do this, no, get to work. There's this popular reel on Instagram that every time I watch it, I just get hyped up. Like I've seen it several times. My friend Steven sent it to me this past week. It's a clip from a podcast interview from Chad Wright. So Chad Wright was a Navy SEAL and he's an ultra marathon runner. 
He's a believer. And he says a lot of really great things. In this reel, he was telling this story about how his job on the Navy SEAL team was to scout out wherever they were going to go. And if they were going to breach a door, he would go and scout it out first. And he would see, okay, this is the type of explosive that I need to create. He would go back and create it. He would then come with his team and then put it on the door, get ready. And so then he tells the story very well. So he's, again, look it up. It's a really cool story. He tells it way better than I do because he actually lived it. But he's got the charge ready to go. And then he looks back and then he's got all these folks just looking at him. He's just ready to go. Okay. Ready to go until he says three words. Execute, execute, execute. He says on that third execute, whenever he says that third execute, all hell breaks loose on whoever the enemy is and they're going. Okay. And so that's the same thing. Like in your life, like we don't have to just spend all of our times building that explosive, all the time planning. How are we going to do it? Now, sure, that needs to go in. Like again, we've talked about that at nauseum probably here, right? <laughs> you need to know where you're going. You need to invest in yourself. You need to figure out how you can support that through rituals and rhythms. But once you've done that, just execute, get to work. Let's try it out. Let's do it. Let's go for it. Let's move. Let's have some activity because the mission depends on it. The mission depends on you being active, you showing up in this world, you being willing to be humble, you being willing to be curious, you being willing to be creative and you being willing to execute. It is such an important thing because there's people in our life that we are going to get to impact. There's people in our home that we're going to get to impact. There are people that will be impacted for eternity because of the way that you show up in the world. And so you are needed in this world. You have a unique gifting, a unique calling. And so let's get to work. Let's do those things. Let's do it. That's where a lot of on this podcast are going to come from right around this conversation, around this experimentation. Look, if, if we come to it from experimentation, then we can come to it with curiosity. Does that make sense? That it doesn't have to be perfect today. It will never be perfect. But if we show up and we move and we are engaged and we are having activity, we are doing those things, we will get so much further towards our destination than we would if we're just sitting on our hands, on the sidelines, waiting for the perfect conditions, waiting for the perfect rhythms, waiting for the perfect routines, waiting for our wives to do the right thing, waiting for our children to be a certain age. Stop waiting. The journey is too important. The journey is too important. And so I hope this was helpful for you today. It has been incredibly helpful for me. And if you would like to talk any more about this, my DMs are always open. But yeah, this is so good. Next week, we are going to be able to talk about who is in the car with us. And so that is going to be fun, connecting with the people in our vehicle, communicating with them, caring for them. We get the special gift of having leadership in our lives over people and teammates with people in our car, in our vehicle. And so it's going to be such an important episode as we see how together we can work to move in the direction of where we're trying to go. If this episode was helpful to you, please share it with someone. So you can go to the top right corner. You can easily copy the link and send it to a friend. Just send it to them on a text message. 
Just say, hey, this might be helpful to you. How can we be humble, curious, and creative and active together? And maybe you have that conversation with that guy. Maybe you have that conversation with that gal so that together we can make an impact on this world. Have a great day. Peace.